If you've listened to Birdie's Bourbon and Basketball, you know our title sponsor is Travis Brett and the whole team at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. They're right there at 304 JFK Avenue in Lagodi. You can give them a call, 295-3129. They will handle all of your insurance financial needs. You can look them up on their Facebook page or their website, all kinds of information. That's one agent for all of your insurance needs. And you know what they've got? Auto, home, life, business, annuities, farm. Let's talk about their health plans. They've got individual and family plans, Medicare supplement plans, dental and vision are covered through those guys. And it's always backed with Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Extremely experienced, expertise, and passion. That's right. One agent for all your insurance needs. Give Travis Brett and his team a call, 295-3129, or stop by and say hi there on JFK Avenue. They'd love to see you. Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. You know, if you're overpaying on your waste services or you're in a bad contract, you know, you're like 90% of the businesses nationwide. Your contracts probably don't protect you from ridiculous price spikes. Your service levels are inefficient or your contract allows you to be charged ancillary fees and you know that they love to do that. You need different waste equipment or you just need a waste audit. Well, Sensible Solutions Waste Consulting is here for you. How much could a free waste audit save you? They saved a business $1,400, not per year, per month. Just this past week, customer called. They looked over their invoices and their contract, and guess what? The waste company had charged them incorrectly for a year and a half, and all of that came back in a credit. Sensible Solutions Waste Consulting is here to help you. 812-787-3598. Give them a call. Tell them you heard about them here on the Birdies Bourbon and Basketball Podcast. It's risk-free. If they don't save you money, you don't pay anything. Doesn't matter if you've got three compactors or just a little four yards sitting out back. Give them a call. Sensible Solutions Waste Consulting, 812-787-3598. You could be sitting on a gold mine and you just don't know it. Let them fight the fight with the waste company. Sensible Solutions Waste Consulting. Screw it. We'll just hit the record button to go. You know, you're tuning into Birdie's Bourbon and Basketball after a week off, and you should have heard what we were saying right before we turned the mics on because it was probably going to be better than the show. Everybody's fired up, ready to go. Got the whole cast here, Blake Burkhart, Todd Lancaster. Speaking of Todd Lancaster, I smell burnt pepperoni. <laughs> and voice of the Vikings, Mike DeCourcy. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Oh. Uh, not quite at the level that we were off air, but but that's just Todd Lancaster and I having a good old fashioned fight is nothing more than I mean that's that's just how we say hello and how we that's our love language. <laughs> and, and like I said, I had a rough morning and I, I texted it out to you people earlier. I, I, I my son who came home last night for a minute, uh-huh. uh, you know, dropped his laundry off, went out until. 4.30 this morning. Right. And I mean, he's a young, healthy boy. I don't know what you do until 4.30 in the morning, but when he came in, he must have been a little hungry mm-hmm. because he put a pizza in the oven. Been there. <laughs> and then two and a half hours later, when smoke had filled the house, you know, I, I said, you know, Max, maybe we ought to watch, uh, you know, our adult beverage intake. Right. Because it was... It was. So you're saying he's not, not going to be starting at Denny's anytime soon? Oh my 
God. That was just, that's how the, the day started. I, and, and we had the privilege of, we probably need to put that on the Twitter. We had the privilege of seeing said pizza yeah. and uh, it was done. That is, yeah. that is 400 degrees for two and a half hours. <laughs> Uh, like so a, if you're looking for the recipe. Does that make it a kiln? <laughs> and and Lancaster like molded it into an ashtray oh like we did in elementary art back in the day. That I was, was going to bring it tonight for dinner. So he didn't get up till about 1.30 today. So well, yeah. folks, that's the show today. Thank you for tuning in. Um, but, yeah, hey, thanks. We took a week off last week um, after uh, a lot of great shows leading up to a, a fantastic basketball tournament that Bar Eve made uh, look like a, a blowout up at, at Donut Hill. Um, Mike, I know you were you were obviously there calling the action. Todd, you were in, in-house. I Talk about barely a <laughs> hundred and fifty yards away from the court is where they stuck me. Oh, is that right? Oh, it was terrible. So, but you know what? Nobody died of COVID that day from me. So, you know, the IHSAA did their job. Well, good. You kept everybody safe. Kept everyone safe <laughs> from me. I know. Uh, I know. Just like we had kind of discussed. Uh, on that I talked about with some of the golf coaches. Speaking of, we got uh, Trey Miller, the Washington Hatchet golf coach, and uh, Bar Reeves coach Matt Anderson going to do a couple interviews to cover their teams today. We were talking about down at French Lick. My son uh, had to gut through a round that he was throwing up on every hole. I talked to Bryson, Bryson Graber yesterday, and uh, he said he pretty much had the same experience in Indianapolis. <laughs> he, I, I told him after Indianapolis was over, I said, we, we already had to convince – you know, a bi-county area that you were sick during the sectional. <laughs> I said, now, like, they're going to say that you have the uh, the immune system of just a, you know, it's, yeah. it's, just, it's not just what's going on. Let's, like, get this right. thing checked out and yeah. figure it out. But, yeah. yeah. And now, you know, he's, he's, he's going to be a star golfer, so we really have to get him get him under control here. Well, he, he says uh, – that if we're going to take money from him on the on the course, we got to do it right now. Yeah, there you because go. in two weeks, when you guys turn him into a finely tuned machine, that those days are gone. You know, you know what an earworm is, Blake. When you when you hear a song and you can't get it out of your head. Since our show two weeks ago, I don't know how many times I've said in my head, "Deco, it ain't gonna happen." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly that's the thing. Last second pass. It's the last second pass. Well, let me comment on the Please state do. finals. Mr. Todd Lancaster to take the mic. I have never been underwhelmed as much as I was at that game. And it wasn't because the Vikings didn't play well. Go on. Uh, except maybe the week before or two weeks before with their, their game with Tinley. Yep. Um I, I don't I, did Vegas stop taking bets on that? It was it was five to two the last I saw. Yeah, they 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 pulled it off the market. And and I don't want to pick on poor the coach from Couts. Oh, go ahead. A, I know you're, you're close. You yeah. have a relationship. I mean, as I've been quoted, um, Couts can kiss my ass. If if <laughs> and the, they did. If the game plan that you brought in against number one Barif, who has now played three of the seven other teams in the state finals, mm-hmm. okay. If your game plan was run down the court, jack up as bad a three as you can come up with, and then not really play any defense on the Vikings. I think it's time to look for a new game plan. 
Am I supposed to respond to that? You can respond to that <laughs> as we all looked them up. Did I, did I miss something during those uh, those thirty two minutes? I well, no, I I do think, and that was kind of a common theme. Seeing the Indianapolis Star write up the next day was, you know, everybody, all eight teams there basically said the defense was ahead of the offense after the break. Um, but um, you you said underwhelming, and not for I, those I, kids. No, 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 no. I, I I remember being, you know. It's weird, and and a I mean no disrespect to my North Davies compadre across the table. I, I I just always thought we would figure out a way to beat North Davies in the sectional, but I knew the possibility was there that we would lose. The next night is the night I really had the had that sick feeling in my stomach, like something could go sideways. Um, but but since the sectional, I've not. It, it it it's not even crossed my mind, and yeah. I and it'll 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 never be right. like that again. And talking to some of my North Davies friends after it was over, I, uh, you know, they said, well, what, what, you know, if it was us, what do you think? I said, yeah, you guys would have went up there. You would have guarded them. You right. would have taken great shots every time, and it would have been a good day for you. Well, I mean, any it just would have been. Any yeah. of those three. I you mean, could have yeah. put that in an envelope and passed it down to Coach ha- uh, Hayward also in Lagodi. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah exactly. and, and that was, the, you know, they played a little bit more like Lagodi where they, um, you know, they wanted more possessions and took more shots and things like that. But, you know, that, 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 that would have been a – a game that North Davies, I think, you, you just oh, – they're ahead by one after a quarter. They're up by five at halftime. They're up by seven after three, and they just kind of kind of salted away. And that's – you know, I, I at no point in the game was I ever worried. I really wasn't because yeah. I just thought we'll, we'll go down, we'll, we'll get enough stops, we'll, we'll uh, string together enough good defensive possessions. And, and uh, you well, know, The we'll three-point line is not a barrier. You know, <laughs> it's not a place that you go up to. Before you take, you know, and then you step back and take your shot. It's, it's, you know, it's just sort of a line on the court, and you can go beyond it. But they were, they just were so unimpressive. To well, me. we we talked about the sectional sixty three. I mean, we and and I think everybody in the room believed that the state champion coach was sitting there. Who knew it was just going to be such a joke from then on? I mean, um, yeah. I did. Well, yeah. well, that's why you're the sports <laughs> editor at the Washington Times. Aaron? Yeah, Nostra Lancaster. Hey. There. <laughs> and Blake, you're a big Bar E fan now. Sure. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Hey, it it was uh impressive all the way through. Two records set that day, right? Yes. Br- yep. Bryson two, and Kurt. Yep. Two records. Um, and and um, uh, you know Bryson's was the one that you, you kind of felt like, man, he's just not playing really well. And you keep looking up at that board and click. You know, click, it's click. You know, five assists, seven assists, nine. And it's like, okay, well, maybe you know he's not shooting it well, but everything else is going okay. So. Did did Kurt break the rebounding record in the second quarter? Ooh, he, I, it was, he, he, I mean, he was heading he in that double, direction. Well, Kurt brought up an interesting point. We we had our first spring sports broadcast yesterday, the softball, and uh, Kurt was out there watching his girlfriend, and it started to rain, and we sent him a text and said, get up here. And he did three uh, three innings of, of, of caller commentary. But, you know, the, <laughs> the one thing that Kurt said is, you know, when, when we started sending three and four guys back in transition on defense – he said it, he felt like it gave him room to operate, and and he could, uh, you know, he could he could really hunt rebounds, and 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 thought that that was one of the reasons why he he was so successful that day. He, he could have done three innings of baseball broadcast during the state finals, <laughs> yes. and they, they're still, still going to win. That. And by the way, you want to know his top five uh, grilled meats? Wait on me. Okay, steak one. Okay, marinated turkey number two. That's that's a local favorite. Okay, chicken thighs three. Uh, oh, I love I like. See, love I'm not a big thigh. Oh, I love them. Yeah, I, okay, I, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, um, I'm trying to think. He he has bone in 
uh, chicken and pork chops kind of in the four and five thing. So, okay. so chicken thighs was, was bone out, boneless. Right. But yeah. I'm so, not going to so, so bro- bro- argue. And, and brats in the sixth position. There you go. So, and, and this is an inside joke with, with me and Todd, but every baseball broadcast, you know, from the last however many years, we always get into top five. So I have a question. Yes. Okay. Is it the best bar team ever? Yes. You, you, I, I, yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't sure. think there's any yeah. question. Yeah. I mean, I know there's been some good ones, and I haven't seen them all when, when I didn't live around here, but there's there's just no I, – I honestly think that they could have, if they were healthy, I'm not so sure they couldn't have won four games that Saturday. Well, <laughs> I, I, I'll throw out this bit of research, and this is going to – this is going to rattle some cages, but here we go. Um, there are people out there who who keep Sagarin ratings, you know, computations from years past. Okay. And just by those Sagarin ratings, Todd Lancaster, um, this year's edition of the Vikings would have been favored by one and one and a half points over the 2011 and 2010 Washington Hatchets. Um. Your comments. Be close. Uh, you, you know, I mean, in all honesty, look, you're, you're talking about a guy who had a double-double in the NBA in the last two days, you know, in, in, on that on that hatch. The Hornets team. are in the NBA? That was kind of ugly and out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, that was that was I, almost I, I mean. Just, that was no, it has nothing to do with Washington. It has it just <laughs> but, but the, no. the Hornets. I like. I'll say this. I'll say this. Joking. The, the, joking people. Joking. The 2008 Hatchet team was the best team. Yeah, I, I would agree. I've with ever that. seen. And you know yeah. what? I would love to have seen those two, the 10 and the 11 team play this year's yeah. Bar Eve team. I, yeah, I, I think it would have been. And if, if you saw my Twitter again, I, if we're gonna play warm and fuzzy, I still don't understand why the 1A team has to play. Their yeah. game every year when McDonald's is still serving breakfast. It's bullshit. Yeah. If you're going to try to make it fair, rotate the damn games, especially in a year when the best team on the floor played at 10 a.m. I'll say this. Bariv doesn't beat probably Blackhawk. And, and, you know, that's that was one. And I don't think they beat they win the 4A game. I do think that they probably could have found a way to get by Silver Creek. Well, I mean. Um, but, you know, there's still, not, it's not like we had a shot to beat Blackhawk in regulation this year. Probably, no. Probably couldn't beat them. No, no, I'm, I'm just, you know, I mean, you gotta, you gotta Def, look def, at the team. Def, definitely didn't. You have gotta that look shot. at where was there a W forgot head to head of, there. I forgot all about. I've, yeah. It would have been three good games. I think we can agree about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I mean, I'll tell you it what. It would have been a lot better than a one A game. <laughs> I'll tell you what another good game is, and that is if you get hungry and you're anywhere near Odin, Indiana. You know where I'd go, Blake? Casa Seville. I would go to Casa Seville or Sevilla, whichever Sevilla, one Sevilla. you want to. You know where I wouldn't go. Oh okay, wait, I got to stop. The Let music. him finish. No, I will. No, I will. No, we have to hear this. Where would you go? <laughs> I, I got a piece of pizza from the Casey's gas station up there. Oh, no. <laughs> Wrong maneuver. Why'd right. you get that instead of the sushi? <laughs> well, you know to go to Todd Lancaster's Where's at 630 yeah. a.m. Uh, yeah. Was there no fresh salmon available for you at <laughs> uh, Casey's? Well, yeah, is that the reason you made that choice? <laughs> How was said pizza? Wait, we're, it's a pizza show it, today. Enough for me to stop a commercial and say, <laughs> head to the House of Flavor instead of head on down. Yeah. Speaking of the House of Flavor, they are at 100 Northwest Street in Odin. That's City Planner. That's, that I hate that address, but it is at 100 Northwest Street in Odin. Their phone number is 812-636-2000. Call them after you've looked over this massive menu of great Mexican flavors. 
and place your order or have them come and cater your event. They are ready to do that. And Blake, what's your wife enjoy every time you take her to Casa Sevilla? Margaritas. <laughs> I was going to say something else. I oh, figured I'd really yeah. that one. Frozen margaritas. Big, giant frozen margaritas to wash down the nachos, the burritos, salads, potatoes, the quesadillas, anything you want. Give them a call. 812-636-2000 because Casa Sevilla is the house of flavor. And thank you, of course, to Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, our title sponsor that we are so proud of. I see Travis out on the range the other day playing some golf. He's ready to go. Good player. But golf is here, and I think uh, there's no better no better words that I can quote oh boy. this time of year than of our very special co-host, as I'm trying to find the music. I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> Until I find it. Hello, friends. There you go. Todd Lancaster said these magical words. Well, it's Masters times again. and Although the roars will be muted somewhat this year, it'll be nice to see the only golf course where the layout is more important than those who play it. Yes, the names. Nicholas. Woods. Jones. And Palmer. Echo through the 365 acres of former fruit trees manicured with Disney-like precision. <laughs> now, this is when it gets elegant, Mike DeCourcy. So, that for four days, one forgets that on the other side of the azaleas, the dogwoods in bloom is a town filled with hooters, Krispy Kremes, <laughs> and Popeye's chicken. Those are the words. What's wrong with those three? Of things? Todd Lancaster. I, yes. I, I, what's wrong with that, Blake? Nothing. No, I can tell you what it is. What? When the entire membership of the Augusta National makes up the entire New World Order, <laughs> you would hope that you'd be able to get something other than just Popeyes and a Krispy Kreme. Speaking of the New World Order, hang on just for a few minutes when we cover WrestleMania. <laughs> we got new, it all today. New, new World Order. I mean, I just. I, I, <laughs> And that was part of our pre pregame broadcast. We'll try to clean it up. Just <laughs> New World Order. Is that like a cousin to QAnon, Todd? No, it's so different. It's not even funny. And by the way, if you've not seen the HBO special on QAnon. Oh, I'm sure it's balanced. I, you Fair know what? You know, we're going to just excuse Mike for a moment. He must have had whatever Bryson had. <laughs> um, Gas station sushi. <laughs> but my whole point is it's fantastic. But... Where can we find that? HBO. Okay. HBO. It, it is tremendous. I went through all five episodes yesterday. Um, it's something else. Okay. But but uh, the point is, there's the, the genteel southern uh, lost cause that, that floats through Augusta that we've just grown tired of. No, we've just grown tired of as a nation. So I, mean, I want to go down there still. Well, that's fine. Blake. I'm tired of it. What what planet are you living on? I'm a, I'm a you grow your hair uh, out, and all of a sudden you become like a <laughs> Davies County philosopher. Shut up! What are you talking about? He, you're on drugs. You know what? Stop. Give me. He give probably me, is on drugs. Yeah. Give me the U.S. Open where everybody. No, everybody with the U.S. Open when it's 105 and the greens are 16 yes. on the stint meter and the winning score is plus three. What is Absolutely. wrong with you? Everybody with a plus Move two. Move to the Eastern Block. Move handicap. to the Eastern Block, you smelly commie. 
What are you doing? Absolutely, everybody has an opportunity anywhere in the world with a with, with a two handicap. You get to come to Tory <laughs> to Pines, a public course. Oh God, what is okay? wrong? There the you US go. Opens the worst major of the year. It's no, the best. come on, it's oh, the best. Oh, it's far. the worst. No, the worst is the PGA. Okay, I'll go. PGA. But of the other three, it's the worst. Well, actually, the British Open's kind of no. Yes, I stop it. Because stop it. You, listen, we John all Daly, miss John Daly. We all miss John Prince Daly Phillip. was a British Open champion. You watch your we, mouth. We all miss Prince Philip. Hey, he was PGA too. But you know the British Open gets. I thought a only the liberals cared about Prince Philip and what Meghan Markle saying. I don't. God. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to say I'm glad he's. I don't gone. care about what Meghan Markle says. I like to watch her say it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But my whole point is just you know what. If, if you yes, and the not. rest of your ilk want to join the Bohemian Club. There you go again. What is my ilk? <laughs> ilk. What is my ilk? <laughs> apparently, it, Todd. Apparently, it's, it's... Oh, we're in the same tax bracket, in case ex, you're wondering. Apparently, it's, you know, ex-presidents and, and presidents of Exxon and whomever else. You can go out to the Bohemian Club in San Francisco and, and meet no, for two weeks. No, that's your town. Oh, wow. I Can, like Krispy Kremes is all I know. <laughs> Thank you, Blake. Yeah, I, I like my Waffle House. Yeah. I mean, I don't ways. see what is wrong with Covered, Augusta. smothered, smothered house. I don't have Krispy a problem Kremes. with it. I don't have a problem with that. I, I don't have a problem with that. It's just the image that they, they portray okay, at Augusta National. You know what? It's a, it's a nice place to visit, but I wouldn't want to be a member there. Oh, sure you would. <laughs> Sure you would. I said that with a straight face. Sure you would, kind of. That's, that's, that's cool. Good yeah. Thought. Well, it, now, since I am a member, Todd, I'll see if I can get you on for tea time. Um, I'm really glad I read the first part of that article, quite frankly. Um, speaking of golf, though, let's get off something that's not quite as controversial. Uh, but as we're going to hear from the, the local golf coaches here, at least a couple of them, um, Bar-Eve Golf is doing things they've never done. Um, got second yesterday in a very close match with Modern Day. Um, this week, uh, this coming Saturday, the Hatchet Invitational. Um, come out and see some good golf. The Washington golf team is solid this year. Bar-Eve is, is probably going to hit their all-time record of wins in – Possibly this week, but definitely, you know, pretty good chance next week. As so, a former Bar golf coach, I, I am offended. I am so <laughs> waiting to hear. What is your record? What was your record? Undefeated but, in the buggy bowl. There you go. That's well, all that's all. The- <laughs> As a coach at both schools, I've never lost a golf buggy bowl, including with Mr. Burkhardt over here. Yeah, that's probably that's probably accurate. Burkhardt never right? lost a bar even golf. That's true. Let the record really? show it. Oh, yeah. Let the record show. Let me Let me just throw this little anecdote out there. When I was covering Bar Eve Golf, when Mike was the, you know, normally he, he and I would be on the other side. We, we would get as far away as we could so Mike could, you know, work on his short game a little bit. Or Daisy when I still played. <laughs> but Mike had players in the six, seven, and eight spot who he referred to as six, seven, and eight. They didn't even have names, they were just six, seven, and eight. And Mike's rule was. They didn't tee off behind water. Take the strokes. He's trying to save them balls. Take the strokes. Tee off in front. Now, did you play double par then? Yeah, yeah we played double oh, par. I was going to say, as, so it's just an automatic. As Todd Lancaster said, you know, all we're missing is the uh, clown mouths. <laughs> Collect your $200 the, 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 the and problem was, Albert only had two, two ball retrievers. Oh, so six, seven, and eight had to hit. They had no names. It's like the tomb of the unknown golfer. 
<laughs> where seven, eight, and where six, seven, and eight went. Oh my! Yeah, those. Are How times have changed. Absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, go out and see some good golf this weekend. Kids are working hard. Bar-Eve, uh doing well. The hatchets are solid, and and I, I really think that as we sit right now, one of those two teams is going to win the sectional. So um, go out and see that good golf. And again, we'll and have we haven't even and, unveiled the secret weapon yet. No, no, we haven't. He was out there watching this week. Um, he was passing golf balls to the kids before they hit them to try to get that assist he, number. He likes to pass. Yep. So, pass. So we'll do that. Is anybody interested in WrestleMania? I've got the card here for tonight. <laughs> I'll talk to you about it. Yeah. yeah I'm now, gonna... I will say I am not. Are a... we doing our Mount Rushmore? No. So Damn we. It. I don't know if you know this. We we did an episode one time, and it turned out so bad we never even aired it, but we uh, we were doing our Mount Rushmore of wrestlers, and Blake listed as his number one wrestler of all time. Of all the wrestlers in the lore of the squared circle, his number one wrestler was Goldberg. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he found that. And obviously, it came from a carnival. I mean, it's, <laughs> Davis got, County the, Fair. it's got the cardboard frame around it. <laughs> Was that next to the Confederate flag or marijuana leaf <laughs> thing that they give out for, <laughs> for hitting the, you know, the he, balloon you, with the dart? Well, you know he threw a ping pong ball at a goldfish <laughs> to win that. Oh, yeah. Probably hooked goldfish. Um, no, women's Tag Team Championship, Nia Jax and uh, Shayna uh, Basler. I don't know. Uh, versus Natalia and Tamina. I know nothing about that match, although Nia Jax is a monster. Natalia is well, Natalia, to Bret Hart. yeah, Bret Hart's niece. So. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, Tamina's snooka. I think Jimmy well, snooka. Natty and Tamina earned a Can't title talk about show. that. Da, 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 da. Yeah, screw that. That's enough of that. Kevin Owens, who I thought was going to be a star. He seems like just a chubby guy still, versus <laughs> Sami Zayn. Um, Zane's two been, Canadians. Two yeah. French Canadians. Yeah, who cares? Kevin Owens, was, he was a monster when he yeah. came out and... Well, they've just killed everybody, haven't they? Yeah. They do. They you know, the it's, it's funny. Vince McMahon, for being the most successful, one of the most successful businessmen ever, yeah. but definitely in wrestling, he's always thought of as the guy that killed everything. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I understand that, but it's it seems like when you look, when you look at the card, because I, I looked at it today, he's more interested in intellectual property. Oh, absolutely. Than, yeah. than letting people. Well, he took Dusty Rhodes and put polka dots on him. And, right. You know, yeah. and... and uh, yeah, I just. I mean, uh, Sheamus versus Rydell. Is that what it is? Yeah. Who cares? Give a shit. Intercontinental <laughs> Championship. The working man. The working title. The uh, Big E versus I, Apollo I, Cruz. Okay, in, I, I, in, I, I, in a Nigerian drum fight. I wasn't aware yeah, of that. I no clue what that is, but I. <laughs> I like Big E. I, I, yeah, yeah, he's he's a, he is a massive, massive dude. man. Now, Todd, Rocks. have you ever seen a Nigerian drum fight? Uh, only in Nigeria. <laughs> and Augusta. Thank, thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, who has an, an inter interesting thing going for sure, uh, versus Randy Orton, who I think is the most overrated wrestler possibly in the history of the sport. It, it helps to have a dad who's good. It absolutely does. Cowboy Bob Orton, who was the uh, escorted uh, – who was it, uh, Mr. T, when T and Hogan in WrestleMania and, and, won? And Rowdy Roddy Piper. There Was uh, was Cindy Lauper in, involved in that? She uh, escorted Wendy Richter okay. to the ring that yeah. night. Um, who was uh, who was Piper's partner in that tag match? Was it Orton, or did he just escort him to the ring? Shit. I don't remember. I don't either. Anyways, you can go back and watch it. Uh, let's see. On Peacock now. Uh, Rhea Ripley, who I'm not familiar with her career, um, versus Asuka, who is a frightening. Oh, yeah, cool. And, 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 you know, watching some of this, I, I, I think the, 
the only thing standing between Oscar and being a star, quite frankly, is the ability to speak speak the English language. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be sorry. Here you go, Todd. Xenophobic, but if you're in the United States of America and you want to become a big star in the United States of America, you've got to connect yeah. to your American audience. I mean, like you, our Masters champion here in a couple of minutes. Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> yeah, we never even got to the Masters because it's been such a bore. I mean, the actual golf the actual tournament. Masters. Yeah, right. And then in the main event, the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns, who I just can't stand, versus Edge. That's the interesting part of that match. I mean, Edge is in in one of the great matches of all time, that ladder match. So. Who would have ever thought that, especially after the work he did with you too. Wow. Ba-dum-bum. By the way, what, what number the Edge who plays the guitar in U2, he, he always wore a shirt that had a number on it. What, what was the edge's yeah, number? I, I don't been. know. What was it? It was the number three for I Dale didn't. Earnhardt. Yes. True story. Really? Very good. No, I don't believe that. that. It's the truth. I mean, okay, you, I'm you can believe it or not. I mean, you know, I'm sorry. So it wasn't in an HBO doc, but it's the truth. Because <laughs> because there's, when there's I think fingers flying in the When studio. I think the edge, the first, first place I go is, is Dale Earnhardt. I'm not a big U2 fan, but that concert was it. Uh, what, what song was it when they they started filming on in Rogue on the rooftop where the streets have, have no name? Have no I think that's a great video. I think it was on the Capitol uh, Capitol Records, Records, Records building. building. U2 um, takes himself or uh, yeah. Bono takes himself very yeah, very like, seriously. Hey, Bono, Bono, thanks for wiping out malaria in Africa. <laughs> we appreciate. it. I think he's a member at Augusta National. Yeah. Well, what kind of handicap he carries. And in the third, in this three-way dance, Daniel Bryan, um, who I honestly didn't even know was back at it. And my brother told me today he's been back for like three or four years. Oh, so. yeah. The, yeah. The yes movement. You thought he was dead because of the concussions, but no, he's back. He's back. So there you go. If you tuned in for wrestling shit, you got it. Uh, but I am going to continue the wrestling stuff real quick. I found an interesting article that uh, wrestlingestate.com, 10 best moments in WrestleMania history. Um Number 10 is uh, Chris Benoit wins the title with Can't his buddy Eddie Bear. Yeah, yeah let's put that an, was not put a, an X through that one there, but That was not a happy ending. But anyway. C- CTE is real, Todd. Yeah. Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit, who both met tragic ends. So let's. By the way, have you watched any of Dark Side of the Ring? I have. Well, fantastic. And, Can't and, wait for the and, new and, season. And the Benoit um, episode was. Oh, it's was incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Um, and there's another good one. Who did I just read? Uh, uh, Brian Pillman is yeah, the Brian first Pillman's is the first leaves, episode leaves of season three. Yep. yep. So yeah, that's on Vice. Yeah, it's right? on Vice. Myself and the coach of the Vikings, Josh Thompson, we watched the one over Bruiser Brody. Okay. Uh, yep. While on spring break, he, really? Yeah, just a met, phenomenal met, episode. Met his end um, in, in Puerto a, Rico in a Puerto Rican Puerto Rican locker room. Yeah, not a Nigerian drum fight, but a Puerto as, Rican locker room knife fight. <laughs> as you can tell, I've been pretty quiet throughout this. <laughs> the last wrestler I remember was Chief Indian Jay Strongbow. <laughs> And I once met Dick the Bruiser outside of a limited in the Fort Wayne Glenbrook Mall. I'll rip you in two. So that's <laughs> that's my contribution to this segment. Thank you. Dick the Bruiser always felt like Sky, Spike Huber was going to be the next Dick the, Dick the Bruiser, and he never made it. Yeah. Anyway. Dick the Bruiser from Delphi, Indiana. That's probably why he was hanging out at the limit. Uh, number nine, dreams still come true. I could care less about Kofi Kingston. Yeah, no. He never should have been. Him and Rey Mysterio, the two... Worst champions in history. Uh, heist of the century. Uh, money in the bank, Seth Rollins. Boring. Um, <laughs> the Austin era has yep. begun. Number seven, JR's classic call of Stone Cold, Stone Cold. De- defeating Stone Cold. Shawn Michaels. Stone Cold. In, uh, JR's championship. still going at it. Yeah. 
da, 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 that got the Attitude Era off and running. Um, Austin and his war with Bret Hart um, bleeding down his Yeah, face the double turns. Face. Yeah. Uh, Miracle on Bourbon Street is, uh, that's Daniel Bryan. Yes, bullshit. Nothing there. Number four, Reunited. Randy Savage and Elizabeth's love story was a familiar one. As this says, the cocky jock who treats the pretty innocent girl as his possession. Let me start my message. That was Matt Gates. <laughs> Here we go. I'm sorry. I just, just you know, I, something came across my news. I'll start playing this again. The cocky jock who treats the pretty innocent girl as his possession. The soft-spoken angel who sees past his flaws at what kind of man that boy can become. As in any relationship, there were trials and tribulations, even a separation. But after Savage lost a retirement match to the Ultimate Warrior... And his new squeeze, Sensational Sherry, put the boots to her lost meal ticket. Elizabeth couldn't bear to see her former love take any more abuse. Never won for confrontation, Liv. Liz hopped to the barricade, stormed the ring, tossed Sherry to the floor as the macho man came to his feet. He had an epiphany. His guardian angel never truly left his side. So there you go. That was nice. That was number four. Number three, I'm sorry, I love you. My favorite WrestleMania moment, even though it's ranked number three here, one of my favorite moments ever in wrestling, Ric Flair in his retirement from Whoa, the WWE. I'm sorry, I love you. Sorry, I love It's you. exactly right. Sean looked over at his idol across the ring as tears were falling down both men's faces. He said those very words, Mike DeCourcy. I'm sorry, I love you. And super kick the nature boy. Right in the chin. Okay. One. Was that number one? Two. If anybody's still listening, don't forget we are sponsored by Travis Brett of Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, Sensible Solutions Waste Consulting, Casa Sevilla, and of course Country Oaks Golf Club. The streak ends as number two as the Undertaker lost finally to the big bad Brock Lesnar. Should have been Goldberg. And the number one moment in the history of this is Goldberg. Or so, no. Can I guess? Yes. Andre versus Hogan. No. Rock and Hogan. That's was that WrestleMania sixteen? Seventeen. Seventeen. That was a great match. Uh, but no, it is Andre slam Hogan uh, slams Andre. That was billed the first time that had ever happened. It wasn't. He had no, been no Jerry the King Lawler did it. Yeah, and Cowboy Bob Orton. Without the cast. Now, can I ask a question? And, and I am I am a wrestling neophyte. I think there's people listening to this podcast all around this great world waiting to hear this question. Has Stone Cold Steve Austin lost credibility with his new Tide commercial that he's doing? No. No? no. I don't believe so. Okay. I just want I mean, he's doing it with iced tea. So uh, there's a certain level of bad And vanilla ice. And vanilla out. ice. I, but, but here's the thing. I, I, iced tea made an entire musical career out of out of speaking out against the police and then goes on law and order svu and plays mm-hmm. a cop so yeah, but, but you like, know what but he had an edge credibility he had an edge the edge not the edge, edge. not number he's going <laughs> not number three but I, mean, I just wonder i mean as is is that mean you've jumped the shark when, when you're possibly doing, jumped the shark when you're doing the tide commercial yeah possibly just checking shark. asking for I'm a friend sure it's a nice check to cash I'm sure it is. As Blake just reminded me, because I totally would have forgot, we had our bracket pool, whatever. Everybody made their picks in the high school uh, basketball tournament for each class. 
And Damn we, you, realized, we realized we realized after you. actually Tyler Schulteis is the one that brought this up. He's like, hey, you know, Harold's bracket was wrong. Uh, so as we put on social media, we said, screw it. We're not going to do this. So we've got three, I'm sorry, four. $20 gift certificates to Casa Sevilla for people that entered the bracket challenge. And we just said, hell with it. We'll just draw them out for these gift certificates. John Harrell, who go back in the archives, a great guest on the show, but he, uh, he messed up the bracket. So Blake, yeah, you yeah. want to draw or actually let Todd and Todd sure. draw got, one. I got no dog Hello. in this yeah. fight. Yeah. You Todd just one? Draw them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to draw four actually one for okay. each class. Well, the, first, the first winner. No, this can't be Mike. Of course, Tyler Schulteis. Well, yes, that's only fitting. Tyler called our called the bracket. I can I can verify it. You know, Todd and I don't agree Actually, on much, but he though, I know. I don't know how you know a regular radio station. If you've worked for the station, you can't win. And Ooh. while he was technically a guest, though, so uh, we'll yeah. uh, we'll let this slide. Tyler is the oh, winner. hot tub. All right, who's the well, next? Hey, uh, this is a name I'm I'm not familiar with. Is it is it Ryan Horv Harvey 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 yeah, Harvey. Ryan, congratulations. Ryan Harvey. You've Ryan got, you got a burrito coming your way. Burrito and one of those Margarita. big frozen margaritas. That's right. Call 812-636-2000. Casa Sevilla will serve you. I think we've really got a cougar food. here. Okay. House of Flavor. Ty Robertson. Yep. Ty Robertson. Congratulations, Ty. Robertson, Ty. you are a big winner. The first ever gift that Impulse Of course, Blake made him. his sheet the biggest, so it had to be drawn. <laughs> no. No. Be <laughs> I tell you. And the last one. It's like the frozen envelope. <laughs> Mr. Dylan Graber. Dylan Ooh. played the drums at church this morning. All right, Tyler, Ryan, Ty, and Dylan, congratulations. You uh, won $20 Boom. each to Casa Sevilla. Should we do $20 <laughs> each or just make them, just give them each five? <laughs> no, you, you won $20 they, each. Five can give them a margarita, almost. Not the side, the ones your wife drinks. Those well, things that's are true. massive. Those aren't five. What so how's, are, how's spring sports going besides golf? Varif, how are they doing? Uh... The softball team is three and two. The baseball team finally got the basketball guys back Friday night. They're zero and three, but that okay. was a four nothing loss at Forest Park, where everybody was kind of back in the lineup. So we'll see. It's a uh, you know it's an uphill uphill battle. I think I think, I, I think the Cougars and the Lions are are uh, you know probably on the top line right now until the Vikings. Until you see what's what's there. It's been it's been two years. You know yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a minute. Are you bold enough? To right now declare the state champion comes out of that sectional. No, 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 <laughs> no. Well, no, no. Pretty much any other time we can we can do that and just yeah, pretty much. No. What about North Davis? Are they off to a good start? Uh, softball and baseball has just lost one game. Um, so I softball's beating Lincoln. Uh, they lost to Sullivan the other night, but take on the Lady Hatchets tomorrow. Yeah. Mm. Talked to our yeah. good friend Johnny Mullen on his way to Cincinnati yesterday. Said they lost a ten to six game with Coach Mac at, yeah. at at at, uh, at Shackamack. Got down Mc, nine nothing. Coach McNabb's <laughs> stomping ground. Well, that's not ideal. So no, they did no. fight back. Yep. Todd, do you happen to know the date? I know that uh, Southridge is coming to the Hatchets. I think in baseball, April twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Okay. I mean, I you got to please think, tell me reading. Oh, uh, well, I say you got to Montgomery's not pitching that. though. I mean, he's. Uh, oh, okay. I thought you'd he's, 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 he's meeting with financial advisors. There's a <laughs> kid named Cameron Gasser who's going to be playing baseball, I believe, at Michigan. Yeah. And then they've got another kid who's a D1 kid as well. Jeez. Uh, well, so I, I, I did have to set some students straight the other day about Montgomery. Oh, he's going to be playing at IU. 
No, he's no, not. he's not. Oh, no, he's can not. I can I just yes. take a moment to uh, yeah, to reach out yes personally yep. to the fans of the podcast here? And I want to. I don't want to apologize, but I do want to make a correction. Oh, please! I was more than underwhelmed with, uh, you know, with IU's new coach. Yeah. However, if the plan was to have him for two years and bring in Dane Fife. Then I'm loving it. Yeah, I think that's a. Then I think it was a great move, and I, I stand corrected. Nico <laughs> takes a drink here. Come. Well, I I just want to see what he nope. apologizes for on the next show. <laughs> no, I, I've got nothing. Thank Apparently, you. it'll have something to do with the trilateral commission. <laughs> All of these things are ran by neocons, just like yourself, Todd. So go ahead. I just gonna don't forget maybe the best area spring sport team, and that's the Lady Hatchet tennis team that went to state two years ago. I didn't know um, that, but thank yeah. you for yeah. Um, they uh, <laughs> they uh, they have they have a lot of kids who did very well in volleyball, did very well in basketball, and uh, I'll have to check out the so, tennis. We're gonna you know we're, they've got then several will be back next year as well. We yeah. we're, we're doing we're kind of planning spring sports episodes, and, and we, we kind of do it a little different. Last in, last fall, we tried to do everybody right at the beginning, and and honestly, the coaches didn't know a lot about their teams. Well, Deco they, didn't know his fifth, sixth, and seventh golfer. Well, that's so. true. <laughs> And, and that six, was at the end. Was, six, seven, eight. I, I, I still don't know. And that was at the end six, of the year. Seven and eight. Yeah. yeah. Was that the one that used to wear the uh, the Confederate flag on the hat? Uh, no, that was in the Brian Hughes era. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had to clean that up when I took the job. <laughs> well, so we're planning spring sports episodes. We kind of want to let everybody get going, and then we'll we'll have more uh, with starting with a couple of golf coaches, and we're going to keep rolling. Hey, speaking of Impulse Radio shows, because I know Blake, you just brought that up. Um, check out the old school Red Hill podcast. Mike DeCourcy and the Bar Reef podcast. I know you've been super busy and, and kind of put that on hiatus, but maybe those will come back, get off your butt and do something. Thank you. Uh, the Brino and Friends show is coming back starting this week, actually, and uh, it's going to be a little different format. Quick 30-minute shows in and out. Um, my buddy Chip Jamerson is going to be on there. We're going to talk about the billboard top 10 list of uh, the first week of April in 1984, and we're going to break that down. And What was number one? Um, I'd have to look at the list. Oh, maybe, honestly. maybe sister Christian. April, 1984. Lay it on us. Where you, you want me to go from like five to one, 10 just, to one? I just want to hear it. In the top 10. Well, oh, oh, great. Adult education, Hall and Oates. Oh, great song. Jump, Van Halen. Uh, who cares about culture club? Sorry, probably Todd. Um, hello by Lionel Richie. Somebody's watching me by Rockwell. Rockwell, who is the son of? Is he the son of Motown yes, great Barry Gordy? Barry Gordy, that's right. Against all odds, yep. number two, Phil, Phil Collins. Collins. Footloose, Kenny Loggins, number one. You got to cut loose. Footloose. Put on your Sunday shoes. Please, Louise. We do have a Masters winner officially. And that is Dustin Johnson. It was ended up being just one stroke. Really? Did it really? Hideki fell back. But he did hold he did on. Win. Held on. How interesting is that champion's dinner going to be next year? <laughs> I hope it's not uh, gas station sushi like <laughs> that's what that would be Mike's choice had he won. <laughs> sushi Casey pizza. <laughs> well, congratulations, Hideki. I know you listen every week, and uh, we're gonna we take get him on the show. Yeah, let's just do this live. Screw it. Here we go. When you hear this music, you know what it is. Up here, we are in the Eagle's Nest, high above the 18th green at Country Oaks. And if you want to play golf in Southwest Indiana, I don't know anywhere better to do it. Do you, Todd? No, I thought. In fact, I thought the course looked really good. It really does. Yesterday. We've got uh, Zoysia fairways and tee boxes out here that uh, are good year round. But this time of year, it is just fantastic. League starts this week. 
League starts this week. I'm not sure when I play Blake, but I uh, hope it's soon because my game is. Yeah, I I'm played, not gonna lie. I played my once. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Call eight one two four eight six thirty three hundred and. Trey, who you will hear in just a few minutes. Trey Miller and his staff will take care of you. Come on out. Five sets of tee boxes. If you're really good or really shitty, they will be happy to host you here at Country Oaks. And don't forget, when you're ready to practice, try to get your game in somewhat shape. You can just swipe your credit card right at the driving range, get your balls, and go out. So come on out. 812-486-3300 for a tee time, and we will see you at... The Oaks. So let's go listen to Trey Miller and Barry Coach Matt Anderson. Please tell me he does not talk about the Pirates. We did not get into baseball. Thank God. Let those guys talk about their golf season, and we will be right back to wrap up now that Mike DeCourcy's uh, idol, Rush Limbaugh, has died. I guess we can take over that excellence in broadcasting mantra. <laughs> you know, I just am so going to sit so hey, quietly. Hey, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, I remember sitting around a lunch one time when, when when Lancaster suggested to Dave Crooks, this is before Todd became a hippie philosopher and thinking he was a you know a roadie for the Grateful Dead tribute band. But he, he actually, I would play, no, hold on, I would hold on. play in that but band. He, he suggested he is the lead singer of he, that tribute he, band. Thank you. He suggested to Dave Crooks that hey, you should have the Rush Limbaugh show on your stations. I heard it with my own. Fair ears. and balanced. I heard I didn't say it. Todd said it. Fair and balanced. Listen, I firm, I firmly believe that there's room for everyone's opinion, but I probably won't agree with yours and have probably already defriended you on Facebook. <laughs> Actually, you haven't. Not yet. I, you, you called me last time and said, congratulations, you made the cut. Yeah. <laughs> I got to look this up. He right said you're, he didn't unfriend you, but he did unfollow you. Yeah, that's fine. Let's go to golf. Uh, golf. We'll be back in just a minute. Still a friend. We'll wrap up this show. All right, next up on the show, somebody that's very accustomed to being in the Country Oaks studios, the head pro at Country Oaks Golf Club, Mr. Trey Miller. How are you, buddy? Doing well, doing well on yourself. Very good. Thanks for coming on the show. And um, Trey is here as the Washington Hatchet head golf coach, so that's what we'll be talking about for the most part. But one to mention, how is everything at Country Oaks as this season got started? Country Oaks is doing well. Uh, weather has been awesome. We've been enjoying a great spring. Uh, driving range-wise has been getting hit hard, which has been awesome. Uh, just guys and gals and juniors are all excited about coming out and uh, swinging the sticks. That's awesome. I came out, let's see, what was it, last sun? Yeah, Sunday, and the driving range was loaded. Absolutely loaded. It was beyond loaded that day. I saw you out here with your wife, and uh, we and that's good. That's good for the golf environment yeah. of our area. Well, that's what I say on your commercials um, on every show. You know, get your get your sucky golf game out on the range and do some practicing. But um, Country Oaks, real quick, we'll talk about how good a shape it's in. Um, when the guys built this golf course, the smartest thing they did was put in zoysia. And I tell, I was just talking to uh, uh, some people down the, at a golf program down in Florida this week, and I said. They said, how is it golfing up there in the spring? And I said, well, most places not great. Our golf course, they put in zoysia, and it may be yellow, but it's perfect. Absolutely. There's something to hit off of. And that's, that's right. Uh, that's a lot to be said about that. For seven guys who just kind of threw a golf course together with limited knowledge, Yeah, they did a really, really good job. Did a good job. So, so yeah, uh, one more quick plug. Come out to Country Oaks, call 486-3300, get a tee time, and uh, they will be welcoming you. Probably got a lot of events coming up. Um, I know you got the Kendall Murphy scramble, got a bunch of other ones, but th there's plenty of tee times available, right? Absolutely. Yep. Please call ahead. We've uh, 
you know, that's one thing from COVID. We've experienced tremendous growth, which is great, but uh, we definitely need to have tea time. And GPS in the carts now. Yes, very, very excited about the GPS units. Uh, we can track you where, you, where <laughs> you're not supposed to be uh, throughout the course of your round, but uh, uh, definitely a game enhancer and help uh, speed along. Play. You now don't have to uh, look at my Twitter when I give my cart path fail of the week to know where everybody's at. So let's talk about Washington Hatchet Golf. Um, unfortunately, missed last year, which uh, you guys got out of the sectional two years ago, had the sectional champion um, on your squad. And uh, we're off to a pretty good start, right? Started off last last Saturday down at the Donald Ross. Got third, is that right? Got, got third. Yep. yep. Uh, missed first by nine strokes. Yep. Good uh, good showing down there. For people that don't know how that works, there's 16 teams. They got third, so they went uh, 13 and two. So where uh, you've had a couple of matches since then. What's your record at right now? We were at 16 and two on the year. Okay. We've had matches at the Country Club of Old Vincennes and uh, Salt, uh, Salton's Run. Uh, we played uh, and beat Forest Park in a varsity match uh, there on Thursday night. That's awesome. So let's talk. Uh, we'll talk about your whole team, but we'll run down through the the, the five that you had down at uh, at the Donald Ross, and then and then we'll go from there with the rest of the squad. Uh, Gunner Jones played your number five. Talk about Gunner. Gunner has been. Uh, he's a senior this year. Uh, really uh, has improved tremendously. He's uh, came along the last two rounds at uh, Vincent's as well as Salton's and uh, his scores factored in. He's posted 45, 46 Good. Uh, the last two nights. Uh, just just an all-around uh, display of good course management and thinking himself around the golf course. Is he a four-year golfer? He's a four-year okay. golfer. Well, if we count COVID, uh, he would have Right, been yeah, would have been a four-year golfer, exactly. I know he you know, had struggles a little bit, as did, if you look at the scoreboard down at the Don Ross, many did in a 20-mile-an-hour wind on a difficult course, but held it together. Um, in in very difficult conditions for the for the first match of the year, that's a that's a tough little trip. It sure uh, is to get around. We were we actually were talking about seeing each other on the range on Sunday. We were talking to one of the Barry freshmen, and that was his first match. Well, he's not a freshman; he's a sophomore. His first year of golf because um, of missing last year. But I said that was baptism under fire going down there to the Donald Ross in <laughs> that day. Most definitely, most yeah, definitely. for sure. Uh, number four that day was uh, Alex Boyd. Let's talk about Alex. Alex is a four year uh, senior. Uh, just uh, continues to, to improve each year. I mean, he's played himself into the top five. Good. And, uh, he's, again, he, he suffered a, a tough time, but who didn't at the Donald Ross course yeah. that day? But uh, he's bounced back. He, he, he had a nice little round at Vincent's, and uh, he's going to have good things moving forward. How was it at Vincent's, by the way? How's it, we've, heard, we've heard the horror <laughs> stories about what's going on over there. Well, we were just in the front nine, and really, I mean, it's the same kind of conditions that, that we've had the, the Last Two game. years ago, that was right. the last time I was there. So, I mean, nothing that really stood out tremendously different. Yeah. I remember it as. Right. So as long, we're all playing the same golf course. That's what I keep telling people. Yep, that's right. That's for sure. And you, you can't play defense, so you got to go out and do <laughs> do your own thing. Simon Parsons played your number three. I know he's he's been a stalwart for you over the last few years. Um, talk about Simon and his game and, and what he's looking like. He's a senior, right? He's a junior. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. a junior. Okay. Yeah. Simon is just a junior this year. Uh, he, he came out and got a lot of golf experience his freshman year. He played uh, throughout the summer last year. and. Uh, just, just seems to be pretty steady. Uh, he, again, suffered from the putting woes, but uh, at Donald Ross, yeah. I think he had like 51 putts. Okay. Uh, and all things considered, you know, he, he hit the ball tremendously well, uh, but uh, who doesn't struggle uh, on those putting greens when you've right. got three-tiered uh, slope greens uh, down at the Donald Ross? But yeah, he gets those the, that putting down into, into the 40s, high 30s, 
Then he throws up a pretty good score. Yeah, a real good yeah. score. Yeah, and he bounced back really good last night at Salton's. Uh, I believe a seven or a forty-two last night. Oh, good. So that's, that was good a nice deal. bounce back round. That was good. Uh, number two that uh, on your lineup down at the Donna Ross is uh, is Dom DePass. Um, Dom hits the ball a mile, Dom. and uh, he he's got a game that can. I, I watched him shoot a sixty-eight in a tournament last summer. He's got the potential to go low at times. Dom can be his own worst enemy, uh, and we've talked uh, extensively about that as he's grown from his freshman year, and he realizes that length can be the best thing that can help him, but that can also be the worst thing that can, can hurt him and bring yeah. his game game down. And some of the smaller golf courses, his length can get him into trouble. So we've really worked on. On just hey, pulling the four iron, pulling the five iron, the six iron, just keep it in play. You're still out driving most of the people with, with, kids, a, with yeah, the five iron, right? And uh, you know he can bust his five iron two twenty, two thirty in spots, and with the roll, I mean that's that's all you need. Yeah, and and Dom works hard on his game. I mean, you if if you're a player at Country Oaks, you see Dom. Not only does he work here, but he's out here a lot, and and uh, he's used, always got a smile on his face and working hard. So I'm sure he's a he's a big part of your team. Playing number one is, I guess, even though it was two years ago, the defending sectional champion, um, Zach Gray. And uh, Zach's, you were talking about hitting fours and five irons. I watched him. Um, my son was in the group with him at the sectional two years ago. I think he hit driver once. One time. And uh, put that away and then went around there at, what, like 73, mm -hmm. I think? Yeah. yeah. It was, a, it was a, a very surgical round of golf. Yep, and, and Zach's, Zach's another one that benefits from just being disciplined. He, he talks himself through the game, uh, where, where to miss, where he doesn't want to miss, and uh, he really thrives on competition. He loves to compete. Uh, sometimes that can be a detriment towards practice to yeah. an extent, but uh, you get him in competition, and, and like he, he's out. He wants to beat you. I mean, yeah. there, there's no denying that. And another guy that just really works on his game. We're very fortunate to have the five that we do, as well as some, some, some others that uh, – that uh, really put in a lot of time and effort towards their game. Yeah, and and that's you know I, I had a coach come up to me one time when when they saw Sam out on the golf course and he I think he was with Dom and Zach and he's like, you guys over here actually play golf out of the season, <laughs> you know? He said, I wish my kids played golf out of the season and and there's a lot of teams you know they'll pick them up in March and put them away in June and they're they're done. I'd hate to think that you literally just picked up a golf club two weeks ago. You went and played the Donald Ross course <laughs> and say, wow, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Well, I just got to get through June. And I'm like, this is golf. Yeah. Guys. If you can't have fun, like where's your excitement? Where's your energy? We're not running laps. We're not running suicide sprints. We're not out, you know, having to do weightlifting. We could. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I've made them run the yeah. driving range a time or two, but uh, it's been a couple years back. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's just uh, what you put into it is what you'll get out. And exactly. Sadly, as we continue to try to build the, the junior golf program, we're, we're seeing some more players play during the summer, but not as much as what, what, we, what we could have. And right. I know there's a lot of students that are involved with other sports, which is good. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big advocate that you support your other teams. But when it's golf season... You know, come take advantage of it. Come hit the range. Come drop some putts. Yeah, exactly. And you've got an athletic group. I know, uh, let's see, Zach and I think Alex played basketball, mm -hmm. right? Um, yeah. I know Simon was uh, had a lot Simon of touchdown. Yeah, yeah, a lot of touchdown passes he caught on the football squad. So so, uh, so that's good, you know, to have those multi-sport athletes come out, especially for, for golf. What about the rest of your team? I know um, you've, you've got a JV, so you want to talk about some of those yeah. kids? Hunter McLeese, uh, he was uh, – uh, came along. He actually had to miss our, our Donald Ross tournament on Saturday, but uh, he's a junior. Uh, he's definitely going to be able to help us. Uh, he's, he's another one that's drastically improved. And we've got a senior, Gabe Latham, 
there's a kid that literally started out where he didn't even want to play golf at all his freshman year. I didn't even make him get off the driving range. Didn't want anything. He didn't yeah. want anything to do with it. His dad said, no, you're going to play. Uh, sophomore year, he improved a little bit where we allowed him to play a couple holes. Uh, and then he still was kind of unsure. His dad still made him come out and play. Uh, forced them all last year to play summer yeah. summer golf. And the kids improved. I mean, he's going to be fighting for the, the fifth, sixth spot throughout oh, the wow. year. So that's that's exciting to see. It's encouraging to see development. Yeah. Uh, just a, just a, another kid that's putting in time. How do you do, um, like you said, you know, could play five, six. Do you have, do you have competitions weekly? For those for those spots or how does that work? So I played golf for a coach John McClure who was at North Knox for a number of years, okay. and something that he did was he always told us, "I'm not picking who plays." Uh, we start our averages. We very first day, whether it's competition or whether it's qualifying rounds, we go for a month. Then he resets the averages, okay. and that way, if if a parent or if a kid anybody comes to me and says, "Hey, why am I not playing?" I can just pull out the sheet and say, "Hey, here we go." You know, it, the averages don't lie. I mean, this is, this is, I want somebody that's been battle tested. That's, you know, even going to be accountable. You know, those, the guys that played at the Donald Ross, well, that's not necessarily fair. That was a hard golf course. Well, you still got to be accountable for your round and right. somebody else that might've raised their average just by not playing. But, uh, you know, that's, that's how I've always been exposed to it. I know my first year coming in, uh, there was some seniors that didn't appreciate that way. Sure. But as we continue to build the program up, it's really thrived to help kids want to compete. It's kind of reinforced the idea of, I want to play. Right. So and where's my average? You know, they'll send me a text late at night. Do you have the averages updated? So they're constantly saying, okay, hey, I want to play in the golf tournament this weekend. How many strokes is that behind? What, yeah. what do I have to do? And so that's exciting. So every every round that we play, and they know ahead of time, hey, this is an average round. Right. Oh, man, okay, here we go. <laughs> Another night. All right. You should just use the Country Oaks scoreboard and just have a running total so everybody could see what's everybody going on. Everybody does, absolutely. <laughs> so um, you are Mr. Invitational this year. You, uh, you you already had a bunch scheduled, and we added one. Um, Vincennes, unfortunately, had to cancel theirs for, uh, for this Saturday the 10th. So you guys picked up that one, which is fantastic for this area. Um, let's see who all you got coming in. Barreve, Evansville Central, Mount Vernon, Modern Day. Uh, who else we got? Gibson Southern, Memorial, North Davis, Wrights, Lincoln, South Knox. That's a pretty good early early season uh, pickup for you guys. Pretty good pickup. Uh, Vincent's just a couple weeks ago decided they were just going to be canceled. Okay. Uh, tournament's over. Uh, I asked around to a couple other golf courses, hey, would you be interested in picking it up? I just want the kids an opportunity to play yeah. because they missed last season, so anything we can do. Right. Uh, they, I couldn't find any takers, so I told our AD, I said, Larry, I said, we'll host it. I mean, we've already got enough, but I said, I think our area is understanding, and uh, especially looking at the weather forecast for tomorrow, it's supposed to be rainy, so yeah. I wouldn't have any other play. Right, all yeah, my, there you all go. All my pass holders out here would say, hey, I wouldn't be out there anyways. Good luck, kids. Yeah, uh, go at it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I haven't looked at the forecast, but I know it looked pretty nasty when I when I looked yesterday. Um, and then, so then the next week, you've got another invitational, so that'll be good. Got a, 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 another full crop of teams, and that is a for the loaded, most part, different. That is different a teams. loaded uh, tournament. We're going to use that as a regional preview. Okay, uh, we've got uh, the rankings just came out today. I, I believe Bedford's top ten, Floyd Central's top ten. Awesome. Uh, Silver Creek's top 20, uh, Bloomington South's top 10 coming in, Evansville North. Uh, I don't know what they've got this year. but They're real young, I know. Um, but uh, they've always been uh, 
yeah. been with it. So we've got a load of teams yeah. coming in. Uh, should be really good early season uh, preview. Yeah, that, that'd be great. And, and hopefully next Saturday the weather will be good. So if you can't make it out to Country Oaks uh, this coming Saturday, or, well, I guess two days ago as you listen to this on Monday, but come uh, this coming Saturday, there's going to be some real talent out there. Um, then you've got uh, that Monday you play Lagodi, But then let's talk about uh, May 1st. you got a very special tournament, the Hall of Fame Classic you're playing in. We submitted an application up to uh, to the Hall of Fame, and it was accepted this past winter. Uh, so we're going to go up and play in the, the Hall of Fame tournament at Rock Hollow okay. in, in Peru. Uh, Good the track. guys are, are super excited. I personally have never been up there. I, I know one of the assistant pros up there. Uh, he's told me a lot about the course. I mean, it, it's going to be a true test. I have not seen the field of competitors okay. normally that's flat out loaded and, right and that'll be a, a true uh, a true test of where we stand and i'm sure they'll tip it out and say hey boys go get it yeah uh, and and you'll, you'll get to see some some good teams up from up north that you normally wouldn't see yep and just that constant competition among those kids and, and playing with that that type of, of of player i know last or two years ago we went to bloomington which we're in that tournament again this year we were with Center Grove, we were with Perry Meridian, we were with a bunch of indie schools, yeah. and uh, they flat out rocked our socks yeah. in, in the rain. And the guys were like, why did we come here? And then the following week, we won conference. Yeah. It was like, well, hey, you know, we, we gained through experiences. That's right. That's what, all we can try to provide the students or the, the, the young men yeah. and uh, continue to get them battle-tested. Yeah, the more the more you get in those environments, the the easier it becomes. Almost like, you know, football, basketball, everything's super fast. And then as you get better, you get more used to it. Everything slows down just a little. So so that's awesome. And then and then you'll finish out the season. Your your uh, your pack is at Jasper, is that right? Salton's Run, yeah. Since we joined the pack this year, uh, they've moved our conference tournament. used to be uh, – down at Christmas Lake. Uh, so now we're going to be at a, another fantastic golf course, Salton's Run. That'll be a, a true test as well. Uh, it just seems like every Saturday uh, we're, we're trying to deliver that potential experience where the, where the guys get uh, get some experience and uh, they're, they're going to be tested. Yeah, that's for sure. For sure. Awesome. Well, you'll, you'll really like Rock Hollow. We, we've been up there a couple of times, so that's a good track, and, and you'll do that. Uh, who helps you out on your coaching staff? Uh, Coach Morris Petty. Uh, he's been helping us out, and also Coach Pete Parsons. Uh, he's helped out uh, just uh, really working on the swings, guys helping out any way they can, and it's great to see the, the local support um, both at Country Oaks as well as those two guys to, to help help our area golfers yeah. out it's not you know school divided it's just truly hey let's promote golf right and that's exciting to see that's great well trey um thanks first of all for being part of the b3 pod we truly appreciate it thank you to country oaks for your continued sponsorship and, and providing our studios we appreciate it don't forget you want to play a good golf course in in southwest indiana give them a call uh country oaks is a good track and I wish you and your squad nothing but good luck this year. Hey, always a pleasure. Appreciate you having All us right, on. All right, buddy. And we will be right back with Bar Reeve head coach Matt Anderson. All right, next up on the show, we're happy to have the Bar Reeve golf coach, Mr. Matt Anderson. How are you, coach? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's awesome. Glad to have you here. Good start to the season for the Vikings. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, very difficult conditions down at the Donald Ross last Saturday and in heavy wind on a difficult course, but we came out of there with a history-making day. Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, it was a difficult conditions, you know, first match of the year on a difficult course. And, um, yeah, we come out of there. We finished sixth place out of 16 teams, and we were 19 strokes out of first. Yep. So uh, on an 18-hole match, I mean, that's not a whole lot. Um, we uh, – 
lost to two sectional opponents mm -hmm. in that match. Um, we were within 10 strokes of them and uh, two conference opponents, which we were within nine or 10 strokes of them also. Yep. So, so yeah, good all day. In all, all in all, it was a good day. Um, you know, I wasn't happy with the scores, but, you know, I think it was that way all around for all teams. Yeah, a lot of, lot of uh, above 100 scores down there that day because there was a, what, probably a 20-mile-an-hour yeah. almost sustained wind with gusts. Right. Uh, and that's a difficult track anyway. We were just talking to Trey Miller of the of the Washington Hatchets about that same thing. and But we came out of there, Bar-Reeve, with a 10-5 and five record. And so that's the first time we think in history Bar-Reeve's had a winning record. I think I would have to, you know, go back. I don't know how well they kept records back yeah. then. But uh, as far as I know, I, I think that is the first time at any point in the season that Bar-Reeve um, has had a winning record. That's, so. that's great. Um, a lot of good things happening at Bar-Reeve. Let's just start, uh, kind of run down your roster. Uh, I know uh, down at the Donna Ross, we'll just use that lineup, and then we'll talk about the other kids. Your number five is uh, senior Owen Jarrett. Now, is, is he a – well, I'll say a four-year golfer. Of course, we missed last year, but has he played since right. his freshman year? Yes, he's. this would be his fourth year, obviously, yeah, with yeah. last year, the COVID season getting canceled. Yeah, this would be his fourth year. Good, good, and provide some little bit of experience for yeah, the young guys. Yeah, a little, little bit of a match of uh, match experience. Um, our five, our five spot this year, I think, is going to be one of the wide open spots. And, you know, it could be any two or three guys um, throughout the year. So, uh, but yeah, Owen stepped up in that match, and um, I mean, he, I think he handled himself pretty well. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, number four down there, you've got what what is a sophomore, but a freshman as far as playing, and that's Jaden Graber. Um, he hung in there, I guess, you know, he's, on a tough day, and, and and is continuing to improve. He's actually a junior. Oh, he is. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he'd be with uh, Sam and them. Um, but yeah, this was uh, actually Jaden's first. Um, you know, other than the couple fall league matches that he played in last last fall, this would have been his first. You know, You're right. match of his life, I guess you could say. Uh, <laughs> not his first time playing golf, but yeah, um, would have been his first match, and um, yeah, it was a good experience. It was tough for him to be in his first match. First match, conditions, right. that course, and having you know five, six, ten people follow your group, right? And, yeah, right. But I think he handled himself well, and I mean, he's going to be a big, big, big part of the, you know, our success that I think. I, that I hope we have this year. Yeah, so. yeah, and and we'll I'm sure we'll get to the, more of that when we start talking about about the sectional um, in the number three hole. A kid I think you're you're a little bit familiar with uh, Noah Anderson. Yeah, uh, Noah, my son. Um, yeah, he's in the three spot uh, right now. I, I think with him and and, and our next one, uh, Brayton, they're probably gonna. They those two are probably gonna be fighting there for the. Two and three, two, spot. three, kind they're of right interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, they're right there, you know, right there with each other. So, um, but yeah, this will be his third year playing, um, at least on the high school team. Um, you know, in junior high there, he had we got him into some of those summer tournaments. Good. And, um, yep. I tell you what, he um, he's made a lot of improvements um, uh, as well as the other boys too, and and I'll mention that later. But uh, him and Jaden, you know. It's uh, you go back and think, and, and we've had a lot of good individual golfers right. um, throughout my coaching 
career here at Bar Reef. But um, this is probably that, you know, this year and last year, you know, seeing three and four guys out here every day that yeah. they can be out on the golf course. And, you know, Noah's one of those. I mean, he, <laughs> my wife and I actually joke about it. We wonder kind of, wonder where he lives at times. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we, we've we've joked before that um, those guys, they, I don't even know that they knew there was a pandemic going on last <laughs> no. spring. They they just became professional golfers almost. They were out here all the time. Yeah, so. yeah and then, um, so, and you mentioned um, uh, Braden. Let's talk about him at the at the number, he played number two spot down at uh, down at French Lick, and, and, and I was with my son Sam that was, he was right in front of, of Sam, so I was kind of keeping a tally on his round and he's a tough kid he's an athlete that round could have gone south and right. he really buckled down those last eight nine holes to hang in there yeah he did um i think you know he started out i want to say the first seven or eight holes he was probably playing double bogey yeah golf, right if not worse and he just got on a string of pars there i mean it just finally clicked and um got back and and was able to you know post a fairly decent score you know compared to the field i mean it was actually a you know really good score yeah actually and i know at one point he had uh uh i think he had about an eight an eight hole par streak i yeah. think that that he had had going on so yeah really good Braden yoder um comes from an athletic family um his 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 brother i know played on a state state title or a state uh, qualifying team and yeah. he actually got the mental mental attitude award yeah. i think that year Wait. so yeah braden um braden comes from good athletic stock and 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 he uh he's definitely going to make uh, continue that improvement and help out this year and then your number one is sam emmons yes um sam uh you know he was back in his freshman year i guess which would have been his first year last year we played I mean, he stepped right in there to that, that yeah. number one spot and, and hasn't let go. And, you know, I think you know, the match last week with, you know, you take out, he had a little uh, sickness issues that, you know, he was probably going to finish first in that match individually. And, um, and, and, it's not going to be the last time we see that happen. So. Yeah, well, I know he hopes so. I know he was he was disappointed. He he had a stomach bug hit him about halfway through that round, and and uh, he'll he'll tell you that 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 Coach Robinson had to kind of help him around that golf course the yeah. last few holes, but but he hung in there, and and uh, and the whole team, and you know, you mentioned them practicing, and that group that group of guys. I I said last November, I, I wonder if there had ever been a day in bar reef history when in the middle of november there was four bar reef golfers out playing around the golf you know not not any bar reef golfers that were still in high school yeah i, I can guarantee you that right. so there's there's been like i said you know bar reef, i've had some individual golfers throughout the years that you know they put the time in um and and it showed and you know this is the first group where i've had multiple boys that yeah that are out there they're working and, it, and it's showing too yeah. improvement that they're making and and the improvement they're going to make yeah so. absolutely well let's talk about the rest of the team i know um and you got at least one freshman and um and then you had a, a senior addition this year so let's talk yeah. about those guys so uh we've got two more seniors uh, other than owen uh alex mcdaniel who has played all four years um and then uh we are 
newest addition actually came on with us this week. He had some other um, things that he needed to attend to before the Had to miss started. a few practices. Yeah, uh, Bryson Graber. Um, so he's joining us for the first time this year. Um, we've had five practices with him this week, and um, we're still working. I mean, he's, like I said, new, not new to the game, but he's new to organized, Good. organized yep. golf. So uh, I think, you know, he's definitely one that um, he's going to put the work in. It showed these last five days, and, you know, he's going to be up there contending for that for that number five spot, um, which he already is. Right. Yeah. Well, that's great. And, uh, and then, uh, you got a freshman and then, yeah, we have a freshman, uh, Jake Miller. Uh, this is his first year playing on the team. Um, I've had him in the junior high league Mm -hmm. out here at country Oaks, um, for the last two or three years. So not new to golf, but you know, new to the, right to the team. And, and, and I've seen him out here a lot as well at yes. Country Oaks. So, yep. yeah, he's he's working it. Is, uh, it. is that everybody? Did we get them all? Or I I'll, think so. See, we got – oh, we had one more uh, one more junior, Cole Baker. Okay. So, yeah, this will be his third year. Um, he's played since a freshman. So, um, that would make a very, very heavy upperclassman. For sure. Upperclassman yeah. team. So, J- Jake being the lone underclassman. Yeah. Well, you got off. I can say, uh, good good start to the season, and uh, on a, on a uh, on a big time golf course, and that'll lead us right into the, to uh, the next couple weekends invitationals here at our home course at Country Oaks with some really good talent. I was talking to to Trey earlier about some of the really good teams that are here the next two weeks. So, what do you think? Uh, how do you think the the team's ready to go to uh, to get back here on our home course and play a couple of big time invitationals? You know, I think that'll be good for. You know, especially our confidence coming back here, playing, you know, the next two Saturdays, we've got 18-hole invitationals. Um, I think tomorrow is going to help, you know, especially after last weekend. I think they were <laughs> they were all disappointed, but, you know, like I told them, it's a tough course. That's right. First, first match of the season, and hopefully we can get some, you know, shoot some low scores, and, and I think we will. I think we're ready. Um they had a we had a great week of practice. Good, um, you know the they they responded well to some criticism mm-hmm. um, and great week of practice. I think they're ready. Um, you're definitely going to see some better scores this week. Um, and hopefully we can build that confidence. And yeah, just and work off that. And if, as you listen to this on Monday, and I mentioned during the Trey interview, um, if you want to see good high school golf um, this coming Saturday, come out to uh, to Country Oaks and and Bar Eve, Washington will be there. North Davis, I believe, is in that one, uh, and and possibly WC. But anyway, uh, really good golfers that that to come out and see, and you, you'll see kids that are that are out here working hard at their games. And uh, so let's kind of skip ahead. We've got uh, uh, not to put you know a target on your back or anything, but Bar Reeve, there's a lot of talk that this might be the year to get out of the sectional. Yeah, um, you know, I not to put any pressure on the boys. I mean, I mean they know it. They they feel like they're. Um, I think we're there. I mean, we're finally to that point where, you know, I think this this could be the year. Um, and, you know, we're right there. I think, you know, Washington, probably the favorite, yep. I would say, you know, they, they only beat us by 10 strokes 
mm-hmm. that invitational last week. And so, you know, we're right there too. Yeah. And I, you know, I, not to sound too confident, but, you know, I'm confident that th- this could be the year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and both with yourself and Trey's team, um, you never know. You get out of that yeah. sectional and then you come right back here in our backyard, right. you know, and, and for the regional and, and, uh, and, and who knows, you got to get out of that first one, but, right. but I think you're, you're right. on the right track. You, you've got a good team who helps you coach. Um, Joe Robinson is, is your assistant. Yes, I've got Joe. Um, this would be the, so it's my ninth season, um, oh, as, wow. the, as the head coach and Joe came on and, and start helping me out after my first year. Um, and he's helping, been helping me out since. Um, good. he is, uh, man, I don't know what I would do without, <laughs> without him. Um, I mean, you can obviously, if you've ever watched me swing a golf club, I'm definitely not a swing coach. <laughs> um, and Joe helps helps the boys out a lot with that. So yeah. there's just things that he can see and 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 explain to them a little better than 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 I can. Yeah, um, absolutely. He definitely helps out with you know having a son on the team. You know, you know how that works. Yeah, with I do. Father and father and son uh, trying to give constructive criticism usually doesn't come off that way yeah for sure but i i know that better than anybody so yeah uh, joe was i mean he's been a tremendous help over the last eight years and you know we've been the last couple years with girls golf we've kind of alternated head mm -hmm, assistant last year he was the head coach i was i assisted him so yeah well, that's good. Um, speaking of uh, of the sectional, we're as of as we sit here today, it's still at Vincennes. It's still at Vincennes. Yep. So, um, I that's still the plan, um, and you know our schedule. We've we're really top heavy on the matches here and matches over there. So, yeah. um, but as far as I know, it's still. I mean, this plan is it's still going to be over yeah. at Vincennes. Well, th- that's the that's the beauty of it. You can win a state championship. You only have to know how to play three golf courses. Exactly. <laughs> well, Matt, hey, good luck to you. Oh, I did want to mention one more thing, and, and I know it's a goal of, of yours this year. You were one win shy last year, right, of your of of the all-time Bar-Eve, uh victory number. It, yes, as far as I know, that would be the um, – we were one, one win shy of the all-time. That's great. Most wins in a season. And so. that's 30, what, 33? So I think it was – 33 yeah yeah so you're you're you got 23 more to go right to tie it 24 to beat it almost a third of the way there after one match well good luck to you i know your guys are working hard and uh, i appreciate you being on the show but uh good luck to bar reef golf this year and we'll definitely be following you thank you okay very much take care the 187 that i predicted we are back and uh good to hear those guys talk about what's going to be an exciting golf season here in Southwest Indiana, we're trying to uh, work in some other spring sport coaches coming up. And uh, don't forget about all those other shows we talked about. Remember, Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, one agent to handle all of your insurance needs. Give them a call. Find them on the Facebook page, and they will help you out with all those good things that we talked about. We brought up Montgomery earlier. Uh, Courier Press, we were well represented in the area. We had five on there. The area did. Uh, Bryce Engraver. Oh, yep. Uh, Kurt Hove made first team. Hagen Nepp, Trey Reed, Jalen made second team. Montgomery Player of the Year, and then Thompson and ex-Viking Mark Rohrer, Coach of the Year. I saw, awesome. Yeah, I saw the you list. Uh, lots of Davies County flavor. Jalen was the only sophomore on either team. So, 
Uh, congrats to everybody. We are going to see, uh, I believe, this week the Indiana All-Stars come out. Is he going to make Kirk going to make it? I believe that right now it is if Kurt makes it, Montgomery doesn't. And if Montgomery makes it, Kurt won't. And I think that that's – and that's sad – but I think that you know when when they go to fill the Southern okay. Indiana quota, mm-hmm. um, they'll only have room for one of those two outstanding. Players. I don't think there's a quota. First of all, is it uh, second? Secondly, my friend Joseph Stalin said there's lies, damned lies, and statistics. So here we go. Montgomery didn't play, but it was fifty to eight, Barib over Southridge when Josh started subbing back in December at the Ford Center. Barib wins 59 to 35 over Heritage Hill. Sisley had 22. Kurt had 15 and 8. Kurt did not play the last four minutes of the game. Against Carmel, Kurt 21 and 15. Waddell, three points. Waddell could be picked, a boilermaker, Waddell by the way. picked up an offer from Purdue this Waddell, week. Waddell, was that the guy fighting Seamus tonight? Yeah, maybe. Against, against, yeah, against, yeah. Right, yeah, against Blackhawk, Kurt, 16 and 8. Mr. Basketball, Caleb first, 18 and 8. Against um, 23 and 19 in the state championship, 21 and 17 in the semi state. He didn't play the last six minutes. He won a state championship. Um, he was busy broadcasting baseball at that point. Um, get the kid's done everything to put himself in position. I don't disagree. I don't disagree I mean, at all. Nope. I just, I, I think and, the perception and, 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 and is. He, and he's been his best in, in what I would call marquee games against your, your, your Fort Wayne Blackhawks, your Carmels, your. Bloomington you know, South. North Bloomington South, North Harrison's. I don't, I don't know if you can do anything else. There's 33 div- Division I, I players in the state this year. That's a record sure. if you're counting it. And I, like I just said, I, I believe that the perception is, you know, it's like you folks get one. Right, yeah. You know, and enjoy it. There's another one. Does Luke Brown win Mr. Basketball? No way. No? I and, don't and think I, so. And, and you know so, what? Either. He's in every time we've seen him, whether it was against North Davies, whether it was against Bar Eve a couple of times, whether it was against – what was the other game – uh, they played Lagodi in the North Davis. No, no, no. Or? But um, when we were at the, the Hall, Hall of Fame, Fame. yeah, we've uh, played him twice. No, we, but they played Barreem. Who was the other game that they played? They played uh, Shenandoah. Shenandoah. He's he's the most important player in the state to his team. Gotcha. Yep. So, Mike, what's going on uh, this week on Barreem Media? Anything exciting uh, you want to plug? Well, we got a couple. Uh, we got a couple. Um, Spring sports broadcast. I think on Tuesday and Friday night, we are, we're, we're, we're filming some video work for the wildly anticipated uh, academic rally. We've got some stuff going on, so uh, tune in for that. Awesome, hey, Todd. What's I'm, what's upcoming? Any big articles this week about Popeyes or uh, Krispy Kreme? I'll tell you what. When I get my Pulitzer Prize for that, <laughs> you're not going to be on this podcast anymore because you're going to right. much higher things. Like Wright right. Thompson. He will now, let me be just the lead uh, editor at the Augusta Tribune. Yes. <laughs> Probably won't get passes there, though. I, I do have a question. When do we get to do the bourbon talk on this? You know, I, I, I soon. We're good. I, I want to have that. I want to have that executive producer of need summer on here summer thing. and uh, and do that because so. I I have got kind of I'd like to call it a bourbon collection, and I am willing to bring one in to be sampled. I like it. Maybe a different one week to week. Oh. Well, you're who's carrying me down you're, the stairs. You're a, definitely welcome to do that. See, I knew there was a reason we asked him to join this podcast. It was my bourbon and the shouting. You know, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. No, that's it. No, that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, that's all you're getting. Wow, that was like that. That was like Titanic moment right there. 
Blake, do you have any um, five-year-old softball to plug or anything? <laughs> no, no. Just get out and watch the spring sports. Yeah. Like we're going for a good year like we were in the fall and the winter. For sure. And uh, like I say, good good golf, really good teams. Uh, Bloomington South's here this weekend at, at Country Oaks. Uh, lots of good golf. I don't know. I'm not going to sit and list everybody, but good field. Um, I think it's time to end the show when we had our first Joseph Stalin quote. You're welcome. And it wasn't me. Yet. Tonight is WrestleMania on the Peacock Network. The WWE Network is no longer uh, a thing. It's, it's still nine ninety nine now. If you get the ad free, I think you can get one for four ninety nine. I think. Ooh, I don't know. Probably get tonight free if you just sign up. Thanks to Todd Lancaster, Mike DeCourcy, Blake Burkhart. I am Brian Emmons. And I hate the fact that we went long and we had to cover WrestleMania. I mean, we had to. It only happens once a year. Gene Miller was in the green room and ready to come in and talk, but unfortunately we had to bump him. So we will get to Gene maybe on the next show, hopefully. Coach Miller, we'll talk to you soon. We are the B3 Pod. Follow us on social media. Do all that stuff where you hit like and subscribe and give us a good review and all that good stuff. We got a good team here. We're going forward. We will talk to you very soon on the B3 Pod. It's Kurt Angle on tonight. Cal sucks. We told you Cal sucked. They, they can kiss your ass. Hi, Brian Osbaugh.